Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. Hey, y'all. It's Baylor the Great letting y'all know about my show, BTG for President, dropping every Thursday, a part of the Rare Signage Network. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Better yet, just type in BaylorTheGreat.com and experience the pure Baylorism from my opinions being better than your facts to my strategic plans on becoming the next president of the United States. You know, I'm giving y'all the no-nonsense from the Southern California perspective. You know, the same place where Ricky and Kane got shot. That's BTG for president, a.k.a. the professional Californian. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me this week is the queen of PSVG, Carol. Welcome to the show. What up? Hey, I don't know if I'm the queen, but I am their princess. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have to be the queen. Who would would be the queen if you're not the queen? Yeah, I guess I'm the only one. Okay. Donnie? Yeah, Donnie, Donnie's the queen for sure. <laughs> Prima Donna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as always, we like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Here we go. So, are you ready? I'm going to try. Yeah, everybody just scared the crap out of their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I'll try. Okay. Question number one. Okay. What is your favorite album or song you listened to this year? My favorite album or song that I've listened to this year. So I recent I like to listen to K-pop a lot, and uh, my favorite girl group, Girls Generation or Sony Shude, they uh, kind of disbanded recently, and uh, there's only five out of the nine of them left. So I've been like looking for a new K-pop band to get into, and I found this one that's also nine girls, and it's called Twice. So I kind of just discovered all of them, and I'd say that. Uh, there, it's actually a song that was released this year. It was released around the time that the Korean Olympics were going on earlier 
in January for the Winter Olympics. And they were playing it like all the time. I was like, why is that song? It's so catchy. And that's how I kind of discovered them. So it's called Likey by Twice. The most shocking thing about that is I've heard Likey. Have you really? And I've heard of this other K-pop group that you said about them breaking up. It's so, oh, so do she day. Oh gosh, rest in peace. Like I loved them for eight, nine years almost. And um, when they, like three of them didn't renew their contracts before that, one of them was like forced out and then three of them didn't renew. So there's only five of them left. And it just breaks my heart because they were the queens of K-pop. And it's, it's so weird that I know this because <laughs> it just popped up on Twitter one day. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I see all these people like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it really, it broke my heart. It was a really hard time, a really hard time. Um, but yeah, that's like one of the weird things. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, I like every genre of music. And I'm like, no, I really like every genre of music pretty much. Cause <laughs> I like the international music too. So that's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. That is uh, awesome. Likey is a really good catchy song. If, if anybody hasn't heard it, it's about like liking pictures and stuff on Instagram. Apparently. Yes. I've for some strange reasons heard this song before. It's very catchy. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Question number Two, your top five favorite sports teams. The Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. Um, that's my alma mater. Fourth gen UGA represent. Um, I'd say the Atlanta Braves because the Falcons have let me down a lot. Okay. Then probably the Atlanta Falcons. Then the Atlanta Hawks. Number five. There's a trend here. Hmm. I'm a Georgia girl, born and raised, and I I am like a, actually a sports fan. So I I mean I love all of the home home sports. I can't think of a fifth though. Um, Just say Miami Heat. <laughs> <laughs> but Miami like is one of our big rivals, especially for the Marlins. Or or well, uh, nobody us. down here cares about the Marlins. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, but like we always just whelp on them when the Braves play them. I'm trying to think of a fifth. I'll go with. Um, I'll have to go with maybe the Detroit Lions because that's where my boy Matt Stafford went to go play. Okay. And um, I was at school when Matt was at school, and he was like probably one of the best QBs Georgia's seen in a long time. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm a huge college football fan though, so um, I'm ready for the season to start. We got like three three more weeks. Yeah, three more weeks. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool that you're a big college football fan because yeah. NFL hasn't been hit lately. No, it hasn't. Um, you know, I got on the hype train when the Falcons. Did all of their, like, I, the last time we'd been to the Super Bowl was in 98. And I remember sitting in front of the TV in 1998 and being completely depressed as, like, a nine-year-old child. Like, what what is this nonsense? Um, but, like, it was just, I, I thought we had it in the bag. I thought we were going to win. And by, like, the middle of the fourth quarter, I was like, I can't watch it. I just can't do it. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> when the Heat lost that first Championship to Dallas. I'm like, I can't watch this crap no more. <laughs> I was just so, I was so upset. I was just irate, upset, yeah. irrationally upset. Feel like how I felt when the dogs lost the national championship this year. It was, it was like another, it was another choke. You know, it was we yeah. were killing Alabama in the first, uh, the first half, and I was feeling great. 
and then they put in another QB, and I think they still paid off the referees, but that's just me. Question three, go. Question three. Dumbest thing you've done as a kid. Um, I didn't wear flip-flops. Or I didn't wear tennis shoes when I was 14, and I got bit by a snake when we went out walking because my mother told me to wear tennis shoes, and I wore flip-flops. And the long story short is I should have listened to my mother, and um, I got bit by a snake, and I spent like a day and a half, two days in the hospital because of a, I got bit by a venomous snake. Jeez, that's horrible. Yeah, pretty dumb. Pretty dumb. I explained it on OT last time, actually. But you couldn't you couldn't know a snake. Well, you live in Georgia. <laughs> well, well, see, it was just like we were walking in our neighborhood, and my mom is a big stickler for wearing walking shoes because she had bone spurs or, or issues with her feet when she was walking, and it took her until that to realize that a doctor told her, "Is like you need to be wearing proper walking shoes." So that was her excuse that I should be wearing proper walking shoes while walking out on the asphalt. But it was going to be like a 15 minute walk, nothing more than that. I was like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just going to wear flip flops. And then boom, of course that happened. It's funny. You mentioned that because a couple months back when I was jogging, I stepped on a snake. Oh, you were so lucky. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't notice until I saw him slithering away. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm terrified of snakes. <sighs> yeah. I you am. and me both. <laughs> so I saw it. I, I, I didn't, I don't think I stepped on it, but we were walking our dogs. So it makes me wonder if one of the dogs stepped on it because I was the last one to walk past it and it just decided to get me. And, uh, yeah, yeah. bad news. I'm terrified of snakes. Snakes and spiders I hate. I'm not, a, I, I don't like spiders, but I don't mind like going up to a spider and killing it if somebody's freaked out about it. Now, cockroaches, I cannot do. Period. I'll kill it. But mm. I want spiders erased off the planet Earth. Yeah, I feel that <laughs> way about snakes. Period. Yeah, they can go too. Yeah. Question number four. Your favorite Nintendo character? Um, I would say Zelda because like, I like a lot of the iterations of Zelda in a Zelda game. But I'm going to have to say Midna from Twilight Princess. She's just... I don't know. There's something about her character that I've always, as a straight girl, I think she's beautiful. Like her, her final form is just beautiful. Um, and uh, so much so that first for figures, which is this bang out, awesome figure creator. Uh, they, they do like these awesome, humongous, tall molds of video game characters, anime characters, you name it. And they came out with a true form Midna earlier this year. That's like almost $500, but I'm putting an installment plan on it for over a year because they put up pre-orders like a year before so they can gauge demand and then they make all of them. And then like a year and a half after pre-orders went up, which is how long production takes because these things are finely crafted. Like, I mean, hand painted everything. Um, then you get it. So I've, I've got like installment plans pay, paid up to the point that they're doing release. Uh, but she's like, that's the only one I'm probably ever going to buy just because she's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Question number five. And this one I want you to think about. Okay. Okay. If you could have an endless summer like Phineas and Ferb, what would you want to do? 
Number one, I've never seen Phineas and Ferb. You've like, never it, seen okay, and Ferb? no, no, I've seen I've seen it on TV, and then my husband, who is a couple years younger than me, always says, "That's Phineas and Ferb," and I'm like, "What?" Because <laughs> I I stopped watching Disney Channel maybe four or five years before that came out, so I have like my my Disney Channel was even Stevens, Jet Jackson, Kim Possible days, you know, and then that came out in the summer. Channel. Huh. Especially now, I still watch Disney Channel. They have Disney XD. So, oh, dude, Disney XD we watch because it's got Pokemon and um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What would an endless summer mean? Like, okay, could the I go back? Could I go back to being a kid and not have to go to school during the summer or work or what? I will let you go back to being a kid because the whole premise of Fitness and Ferb was. They have this whole summer that just never ended. And they just, every day they did something different and cool. Like they'd build a rocket ship mm. and go to space. And they'd go like, um, they do a whole bunch of crazy adventure things because they were like geniuses. Um, Then I would probably try and get through all of my backlog of games because I feel like I have more games coming in than I can beat at once. So yes. um, I... Uh, I would just like to play video games all day, every day and um, eat to the point that I don't get fat because that was something that I could do when I was a kid and I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I just remember eating boxes of Cheez-Its and having no repercussions. Now I just, I can't even eat a Cheez-It anymore. It's, it's bad. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. I weighed 140 pounds all through high school. Then got out of high school and jumped to 180. It was in pretty good shape. Now it's all over the place. <laughs> See, I, I went, I didn't gain a freshman 15 when I went to college. Like everybody's like, oh, you're going to get a freshman 15. You know, you just especially going to the dining hall because I had the dining hall plan and stuff at school. Um, but I only gained like maybe five pounds my entire time in college. It was not a big deal. I was 105 by the time I graduated college. And then. Once I started getting a sit-down desk job and getting fast food every day for lunch, then I started gaining the weight. And also, your metabolism just slows down. So I'm trying to come back down. I gained about 40, 50 pounds, and I'm trying to come back down. So it's a slow measure. I've lost 10 pounds in like three months, though, so it's a good thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Carol, what's what's going on, man? You, I know. I'm been... so excited to be here. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm, we're ex- I'm excited to have you here, to say the least. Yeah. You've been in the middle of all this new stuff that's been going on with PSVG. Mm-hmm. How is it? What is it like going through this whole process? Oh, it's fun. Um, you know, we're, we were like such a tight, close-knit group. And we've always just kind of guested with Sean Capri and all of the Make Us Better folks. And we've just kind of... I don't, I don't want to say incestual, but like, you know, it's just, we kind of all just dabbled in each other's stuff. We would guest on each other's shows. We would be on each other's shows. Jason Lacey ended up being um, recruited over to Sean Capri's if we were in Nintendo as his next co-host. And then we were like, we might as well just make this like official. So uh, I don't, I don't know all the details, but Donnie and Kevin and uh, Sean Capri and everybody over the Make Us Better group um, got together. It was just like, 
Well, let's bring in PSVG. So now we're like this huge conglomerate of video game podcasts, and uh, it's it's pretty awesome. We're we're like an even bigger extended family now. Yeah, I constantly tell Donnie how awesome it is and how big it is, and when mm-hmm. I compare it to like stuff like Marriage, I said, "You guys up there with Marriage Games?" They're like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." nah. I say, "Oh, come on, you guys are you don't give yourself enough credit. You guys are part of make us better now, and it's awesome. I mean, people love I- you guys." We're, I guess we're humble, but um, I don't know. Donnie would know because I think a lot of the PSVG crew came from Married to the Games, or at least a few of them did. So, I mean, they would know about that more so than I. Uh, I listened to Married to the Games, but I didn't come around until last year. So I've just kind of been learning about everybody's past and stuff and, and getting acquainted with everybody still. Um, but, yeah, like, obviously this is my first time on your show. <laughs> well, that's... I don't want to say it's, it's not that I don't want to. I never want to ask you nothing like that. It's just I don't know how to ask you. No, it's fine. It's fine because it's, I've, it, I've said this on the internet before multiple times. It's not the same asking a girl to come on your podcast. It is a guy. I don't care. I call myself one of the dudes. Like I mean, there's all these. Like one example is um, you know Bayonetta. Everybody talks about how their wives hate the game because of what she looks like and who she is and like how sexual she is i'm like i think it's awesome I'm like whatever i guess I, i'm just like i'm not attracted to it by any means but it just i, I think it's cool it's a video game who cares i think it's a cool take on the game i think the fact that she uses her sexuality to yeah get what she wants i think it's cool yeah i like it yeah definitely yeah. so what was your first video game system that you ever played sega genesis sega Whoa. genesis you were yeah. a genesis girl and now you're literally a Nintendo girl. Yep. How does so, that work? So uh, I was three years old or so when I got my first uh, console, and it was a Sega Genesis. I got it for my birthday. My uncle had one, and he got me one for my birthday because he's like, she'll love it. And I did. And um, I had the Genesis up through, like, we got the N64 maybe in 97 or 98, something like that. So... Uh, that's the only thing that I had played aside from going to friends and, and other families' houses where they had an NES and they had a Super Nintendo. And then once they started getting N64, I was like, I want an N64. Why can't I have this? And so that coupled with the fact that Sega started to go downhill after the Saturn. And I did play a little Dreamcast, but I never owned it. Um, kind of just made the shift to Nintendo easy, but I was a I was a Sega kid, diehard. Uh, so your first Nintendo console was N64. Yep, that is pretty cool. Yep, but I've retro. I've gone back. Uh, I own, you know, the NES and the Super Nintendo still, and I and I played a lot of them on emulator more than I did um, like cart form. Uh, but and and oh my gosh, Animal Crossing got me into uh, playing those NES games back when you know you could. They were like items that you could play in your uh, house. So uh, that's how I got into a lot of Nintendo, original Nintendo games. Original Nintendos is very cool to say the least because mm-hmm. it has this. Well, one thing, and we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit. Nintendo has this rabbit fan base. Oh, yeah. That is obsessed. Mm-hmm. It's probably like, there's not too many fan bases that I know that's this rabbit about the, a, a system or anything is yeah. Beyonce fans 
<laughs> Nicki Minaj fans and then Nintendo fans. Oh, Nicki Minaj fans. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> but it's just the love that Nintendo has is just amazing because they will Nintendo fans and you you probably like this too. You'll defend them to the grave. I used to be that way, but until I like I was that way up until I started po- obviously just starting podcasting with these guys. And um not everybody's a Nintendo fan in PSVG. Yeah. And so, like Coach, that. Coach. Coach hates Nintendo. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's taken me a lot of kind of dipping my toes in the pond, like, okay, I and I was in my little bubble and I was thinking that Nintendo could do no wrong, but there are some credible um, excuses and uh, you know gripes that people have with Nintendo that I understand now, and I sort of find some myself. I'm like, why don't we have voice chat on the Switch? And uh, just stuff like that. I, I mean, like they're they're obviously not trying to compete with Sony or Sony and Xbox. They're just like, let them battle it out over there. We're going to do our own thing. And I can appreciate that, but at the same time, I'm like, well, they're getting all the cool stuff. What about us? Yeah, uh, I think that Nintendo is the reason why you you need a second console. Yeah, and that's why I do PC gaming still, because I just, like, there's a lot of stuff that comes out on Xbox that I like, like Cuphead, but at least I can get Cuphead on the Windows 10 store. Or uh, just, just stuff that's come out. There's this... Um, PlayStation game that I think is coming to Steam that I really just wanted to play. And I was like, why isn't that a Switch title? Because it would be a perfect Nintendo title. And it's just something that I'm really interested in, but I have to understand that there's exclusives like Octopath Traveler I'm playing through right now obsessively. And I'm sure people are upset that they would have to get a Switch just to play it because it's a really good game. Um, I hate that exclusives are still a thing, but I understand, you know, everybody's trying to compete. Yeah, it always drives me crazy when people say, oh, this shouldn't be exclusive. Then what's the point of buying the console? Yeah, exactly. And and as a person who was a huge WCW fan, <laughs> I mean, like, big-time WCW fan. Yeah. Now look at WWE now. I realize that everybody needs some form of competition. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't have that competition, you become stagnant. Right, and nobody grows. So, I mean, Nintendo was ruling the roost back in the late 80s and early 90s and stuff. But I think without Sega being there, they probably wouldn't have, you know, gotten to where they are now. They probably would have just fizzled out like the other, like, a, I hate to say Atari. Atari's still around. People don't realize that. But, you know, they're not what they used to be. <laughs> not even close what they used to no. be. Did, did you see the Atari box? Did, did you ever think about it? No. No, it looked cool. It looked cool. But I'm like, everybody's doing it now, you know? Me Ever since Nintendo Switch. conversation about getting it. Yeah. And as soon as we were talking about it, we were like, we're going to get this. We were, we were all amped about like pre-ordering and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as we both thought about getting it, an article came out about them doing an interview with like one of the creators of it. Uh-huh. And they were basically like, they don't even have any specs on this thing. <gasps> <laughs> they, just, they, they don't even have a box. Oh, my God. So they're just like, yeah, here's a prototype. This is what we're going to make. We don't wow. even know what it's going to be. <laughs> and it was oh like, my gosh. Oh, I think it's supposed to come out like in a couple months or something like that. They have nothing. That means that it's going to be like really low priced Chinese knockoff ROMs or something. That's what I worry about. Yeah. It, 
And so we was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> I bought the Sega Genesis, like, uh, not, I would like to get the little Genesis that they're coming out with, but the one that has been on shelves for years that they're like, there's 300 games in it or, and you know, it doesn't look like a Genesis, but it plays all the gen. It's basically an emulator and it was terrible. I, I have that one. It's no good. It's fun playing the games. Like the thing about it is it has, I want to say it has 40 actual Genesis games, right? Like Sonic and stuff. But see, I went to play Sonic because that's my, that barn on the best, uh, series on on sega and um i went to play it and like the music was lower than it was supposed to be and it was just everything was slow i was like uh -uh, i'm not doing it. i'm taking back to the store yeah that system is good if you have actual genesis cartridges yeah yeah it did put you can put the genesis cartridges in there after that i ended up just buying another genesis again because my parents sold my original one so (laughs) sad times for those who don't know, how did you hook up with PSVG? <laughs> Do you know the story? I know. I remember a little bit about it. Okay, so Switch launch last year, March second, going into the third. Um, I'm hanging out in GameStop. You know, I knew the manager there, and I brought my I brought my chair, like uh, one of my tailgate chairs. I was like, "Hey, can I just?" hang out here. I, I wanted to make sure that I was in line. He's like, I mean, you're good. You're number two in line anyway. So you're, you're good. I'm like, okay, great. But I didn't have anything to do. I just wanted to hang out. And, uh, Donnie comes in. I didn't know him. He was just some guy that also knew our manager. And apparently, uh, our manager, Micah, he was just like, he told Donnie, he's like, you should talk to her. Like y'all should talk. Y'all should talk. Cause she's big into Nintendo too. And uh, we just started talking about Fire Emblem and golf games and stuff like that. And then he's like, you know, I have a podcast and I would really like like it if you would come on because I think you'd be really good. And I'm like, and he said, we do blogs too. I was like, well, I'd probably be good at blogging because I'm not a very good, you know, personality or whatever. Uh, but I do write. He's like, well, we can have you starting writing interviews or writing reviews and stuff. I'm like, okay. Well, like two months went by. I had gotten married literally the week after we met. And we'd gone on the honeymoon. I had to change my name everywhere. Uh, we moved into a new apartment. And Donnie had been emailing me like off and on every few weeks on my because we s- switched emails. And um, he's like, hey, if you're still interested, if you're still interested. And then finally, like in the middle of May, I was like, I am so sorry. I have been taking so long getting back to you. <laughs> yes, I don't mind. I don't mind joining up with you guys. I think it would be great. And then uh, I was my first podcast was E3 last year, actually. And uh, I used to be kind of silent and behind and just chiming in whenever. But now I kind of interrupt everybody. And it's been a nice like, breaking out of my shell type thing. I like it. That's definitely cool. Donnie has this amazing charm to him. Yeah. And you know what? Like, he calls me his sister. Like, because I understand it. Like, he and I are literally like the same person with different chromosomes. Um, <laughs> we kind of just like the same things, except he's big into wrestling. And I'm like, whatever. And he doesn't get SEC football bands. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, it's, it's kind of weird. And we just like, we live probably maybe 30 minutes from each other. It's bizarre. That's also cool. Do you guys get to visit each other all the time? Um, You know, we've only met up once outside of that first time because we've just, like, he works in the middle of the city, and I work from home most days, and um, he uh, he's busy. He's a busy dude with what he does at work. Uh, but we did meet up at a convention, of all things, because he was working the Momo con- MomoCon convention earlier this year for PSVG. He was doing interviews and stuff. 
and um, I wanted cool. to meet. Yeah, I wanted to meet up with him to get a book that he was going to give me, and we had lunch at the CNN Center. So that's cool. Yeah, we need to hang. I, he and I need to hang out more often because his wife and and me have a lot in common. Uh, we we are like both paralegals, and then uh, Donnie and and my husband have a lot in common. Um, so like I feel like we should like double date or something. It's just something that that would be interesting. You guys stay thirty minutes away from each other. I know he kind of. I don't know. I don't know if it's thirty minutes. He lives kind of out in the in the sticks. I live in the city of Atlanta, like in the dead city of Atlanta. So he commutes into work every day, and it's yeah. I'm just here. Well, that's cool. That's definitely cool. Yeah. So. Let's talk about something that's current right now. Current. They killed Luigi. I know. I, I, I was actually watching it again with my husband before we started. And um, he's like, he's like, oh, poor Luigi. And I was like, it gets worse. And then <laughs> the Grim Reaper comes and just slashes his side through. He's like, shit. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, what? poor Luigi. What and they I, did it to Luigi? I know. I love Luigi. It's, it's so funny because I read a thing online that was like, Luigi gets killed by the Grim Reaper while being literally scared to death by the Grim Reaper. So, I mean, like, it's the worst of both worlds. Um, but Luigi, I have such a soft spot for Luigi. I just, I think growing up it was, I liked the color green. And I thought Mario was, like, short and gross. And I liked his taller, younger brother. So. Luigi gets such a bad rap. And what did they know. do? They kill him. They kill him all. Well, people are like, Going back to um, the Ridley thing, where they kind of he kind of impaled Mario. It's like, what a soccer I have against the Mario brothers. <laughs> so that the big news that came out today is yeah, the new characters for Smash. What did you think? Um, Crom, I love Fire Emblem. So Crom, I was very excited for his inclusion, even if he was. Um, I wonder how that's going to happen with Robin's final Smash. Now is Crom going to be there and still be the final Smash? Um, but yeah, Krom, I was very excited about. I expected the Simon Belmont thing to be true. It had been rumored all week. Uh, but the Echo Fire for him, oh my gosh, what's his name? Rick, Rick, Rich, so, something. Like, he's from the, sec- the second tier of Castlevania series, like kind of the offshoot. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> was, not, was not expecting him to be an Echo Fighter. I was just expecting Simon, and that was it. If anything, I would think Alucard would be uh, one, but he ended up being an assist, so whatever. Um, King K. Rule, I'm very glad that all... I have so many fan, fr- friends that are Donkey Kong fans, so I'm glad that they finally got their inclusion or his inclusion in the game because they've been asking for him for years. I mean, like, seriously, back... I remember back in the Wii days when we were checking the dojo every day, like, is King K. Rule going to be announced type thing? Who's the other one? Oh, Dark Samus. Dark Samus looks freaking amazing. Um, I have I've only seen Dark Samus like in stuff because I've I haven't played a Metroid game still. Um, but she looks amazing, or it, it I think it's just like a figment or something. Uh, Definitely, yeah. Very cool. Um, and then Shovel Knight got the box. Like he just is like, nope, he's just gonna be an assist. But I think it's I think it's huge because that's the first nod to an indie that they've ever given for uh, smash. Like it's just an indie title that ended up being in smash brothers, like with all of these other characters that are classics and you're going to throw shovel Knight in there as an assist. I think that's a huge honor. 
Yeah, definitely. I think I find it cool that the switch, even though people are saying this is a slow year compared to last year, of course, last year was just bananas. Chockful. They still managed to take up all the marketplace in terms of like yeah. people are still talking about the switch. Yeah, I know. I know it's crazy. Even with all the crazy games that came up for PS4 this year, the talk is still about Switch. Yep. Let's see. PS4 had God of War, yep. uh, Detroit become basically all Detroit. almost all their big exclusives came out this year yeah. or are coming out this year, mm-hmm. and everybody's still talking about Smash Brothers. I know. It's so just, that, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. The the way that it's panning out though, like after looking at it today. My husband and I talked about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Sakurai, this is Sakurai's last Smash Brothers. Like, and, I, and I'm thinking, how do you top this? And my husband's like, you just literally keep porting it out and maybe opening the graphics and adding DLC characters. Like, that's all you can do at this point. Which I think would be fine. I'd be fine with it. And it would sell. I don't think it would be a problem. Um, but it's looking more and more like he's tired. He's He said like, the past couple of times he doesn't want to work on smash anymore. He doesn't want to work on smash. And I'm like, this is his final hurrah type thing. It's just looking more and more like it. Which I think is pretty cool. This is going to be his last hurrah and switch is going to be his, I guess his grandstand. I guess. Yeah. I, I, cool way to go out. Yeah. It's great. I, I really love the system. Um, it's so nice. I haven't been playing as portable as much as I thought I would be. Uh, but I think once Animal Crossing eventually comes out, I'm going to turn into a complete like portable player. I'm not going to do anything else. So let me ask you this about the Switch. Mm-hmm. Rumors have it that PS5 and Xbox, whatever they're going to call it, is going to be coming out in a couple of years. Do you uh-huh. think it will be an upgrade to the Switch? Probably. Um, I think kind of like the way that to the the 3ds had a th- new nintendo 3ds and then an xl and stuff like that i think we'll see one with better hardware maybe a little bigger for handheld and stuff i don't know how much bigger you can get the screen is kind of small now that i think about it um maybe something like that just ones with better graphics maybe instead of i think it's only 720p uh i think maybe they'll go up to 1080 or something uh but i don't see 4k any <laughs> for any Nintendo game, like anytime soon. Everybody else will be on, you know, 8K or whatever. <laughs> and Nintendo will be like, hey guys, we're going to 4K finally. And I'll be like, great, <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, aside from graphics and maybe a bigger, uh, better Switch with like better processing power, I, I think that the Switch will probably be around for, at least probably the next six years, seven years, maybe something like that. Which is a good thing because I like to switch a lot. Yeah. I enjoy it. It's become the new indie machine. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I'm just, I'm just glad because the Wii U days were very dark days, and we were just like, I think this might be the end. Like it's just, it's not looking good. And I hated that system. See, I didn't mind it because it had really, it really did have good games like Super Mario 3D World. Um, it gave us Bayonetta 2. Um, and I really liked the HD ports of Zelda games, but. Um, oh, yeah, it, it had it excellent was, games. Yeah. Excellent games. It's the, just the system itself. I hated it. I know. It was, it was bad. Um, looking back, I'm, I, and I, I can't remember what I started playing recently. Oh, I, I pulled Xenoblade, the original for the Wii up, but I used my, uh, 
my Wii U to play it because my Wii was just, I, it was too slow actually. Like the processor for it to run Xenoblade, it kept lagging out or something. It was weird. Um, but yeah, it was a chore putting it together. And I was just like, why did you have to charge the gamepad separately from the system? And why did the gamepad even exist? And the Switch is just a nice, seamless combination of the two. And I think that's kind of what they always wanted, but they didn't have the technology to do it back then. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you're Twitch streaming now. What's that yeah. like? What's um, ah, dude, it's it's been a lot of fun. I've always been interested in watching people stream. Like, um, Etika is probably one of my favorite streamers. <laughs> He's hilarious. And then I started getting into watching speedrunners stream. And while I'm never going to be one of those speedrunner streamers, I like the entertaining streamers, the ones like Etika and um, Markiplier and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, I would like to actually, you know, do that because I've always been with somebody that wants to share my gaming experience with people. My sister was always sitting behind me watching me play a game and we kind of just talked while I would play the game. And now it's me and my husband. So I like, you know, I'm in this podcast group now and people have said that they want to watch me play such and such, watch me play this and that. It's like, why don't I just start streaming? So I bought all the stuff. Dev helped me out. Um, he is like, you need this and this and this and this. He's like, I'm going to live vicariously through you because I don't have all of this stuff yet. And uh, I haven't been able to get set up on streaming myself. And I was like, okay, okay. And I, I was like, I'll give it a shot. And uh, within like a week and a half, I had enough followers that I made Twitch affiliate and it was just like unbelievable. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, So now I'm just kind of accruing a follower base and hopefully eventually get there to partner. I think you have to have an average of 75 viewers on your stream for partner. Um, But I mean, I'm having a great time. That's the most important thing. Um, I have a great bunch of people that come in every day and chat with me while I'm playing or, give me advice while I'm playing because they've already beaten the certain parts of the game that I'm, I'm currently playing. And they're like, you got to do such and such. And I'm like, okay, thanks for making me not look like an idiot. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's a nice way for me to come out of my work environment and just wind down for the day. I do it as soon as I get off of work right before, like two or three hours before my husband gets home. And it's it's my nice time to myself to just stream and then I'm done for the day. And I get a good amount of video game progress out of it. Uh, it's not near as much as I used to play when I played by myself. But I kind of feel bad if I don't share everything with the viewers that I'm, I'm doing. It's kind of like I got to stop and then pick it up tomorrow. So before we get off of your Twitch, let everybody know where your Twitch channel is at so they can follow you. I am the Nintendame everywhere. So if you want to find me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash the Nintendame. And I guess it's like, if you don't know how to spell it, I guess Delvin's going to be spelling it for this uh, this episode. So just copy and paste that. You can find me on Twitter and I've got the links on there and everything. But I started like getting a Facebook and Instagram, which I don't know how to use. And I don't know what I'm going to use it for. Pictures? That's what it's supposed to be used for? I'm like old. I don't understand. Well, we can have this conversation right now. Really? My cousin is like, your podcast is blowing up. You need to like an Instagram or something so you can. That's what, that's what somebody told me. They're like, you got to get an Instagram. I'm like. For what? Like showing pictures of myself doing what? But I, I like to show 
because I collect video games too. And I, I like to show what I get in the mail whenever I get something new in. So, I mean, that's the only thing I could think that I would take pictures of my unboxings and what I got in the mail. I don't know. I have no idea how to use it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a vain person. I don't like, or I mean, like, it's not bad that you take selfies or whatever, but it's just like, I don't sit in front of a camera like, geez, every <laughs> single day. Like I knew, I knew people at work that did it like three or four times a day. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. trying because they're like, you should do it. People like to see you sociable and stuff. And, Instagram is where it's at. My little cousins tell me the same thing. Post this. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> I mean, if it if it helps promote, then that's fine. I'm cool with it. But I just don't know. I don't know how to do it. Like, I, what do I do? Post. I I draw. So maybe do I draw me doing something and then post it on there? Can you do pictures of your art or what? Oh yeah, a lot of my friends do that. They they are pretty good drawings. Yeah. Drawers. When I say drawings, that's artists, illustrators. Artists. <laughs> I call myself an illustrator because I don't I don't like drawing real, real stuff anymore. I did that for school and I was like, no, I know what I don't like and I don't like doing that. So I like I like drawing things in an illustrative style, which is like kind of like your comic books and your cartoons and stuff like so that. So where did your love for that come from? I don't know. I've been drawing I've been drawing since Cause you're good for one thing. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, if anybody's if anybody's looking, at, I drew the logo for my own thing um, with me holding the the controller around my back. Um, I I was just drawing ever since I was like two years old. I think my grandmother gave me a lot of coloring books when I was a little girl, and maybe the act of coloring and just doing. I've always been very crafty and artsy. I love painting things. I love uh, just making things with my hands and. I don't know. Maybe that's where it came from. Apparently my dad used to draw really well. So I don't know if that's where it came from, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've just been drawing since I was like a toddler and I decided late high school that that's what I wanted to go into was graphic design and drawing and illustration and stuff. That's cool. But you ended up being a paralegal. How did that happen? My entire family is like lawyers and, uh, when they're not lawyers, like my mother, they're paralegal. Um, and then I ended up getting married to a lawyer. How about that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I just can't get away from it. So I went to school and I was like the only one that didn't go to school for some sort of law or paralegal or anything like that degree. Got my degree in graphic design. And um, the the market when I got out of when I got out of college was very saturated for graphic designers. It's when the economy was really bad. Um, I went for like a year and a half without finding any sort of work with a design firm or something. So I did freelance stuff on the side and I still do freelance to this day. Um, but I needed something that was going to be a steady paycheck and sustainable. And there was an opening at my mom's firm where she works and they're like, why don't you just come in here? And I've just, I don't know. I, it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life by any means. If my streaming takes off, that would be a great alternative in my opinion. But um, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And it's just, no, it's just something to keep no, me busy. No, 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 no. Don't what? say that. Don't say, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Well, I didn't know if I was ever going to make affiliate and that happened within a week and a half. So that means it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. My husband says, if that's the case, he says, I'm going to quit my job as an attorney and start being your manager. And I was like, <laughs> uh, 
I think we need to have at least one steady source of income because I mean, relying on donations and I don't know, you can get sponsorships and stuff, which I think is really cool. Appearances. Yeah, I constantly say if this podcast blows up enough, I'm quitting whatever I'm doing. Yeah. I got a podcast 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. See, my my dad has always told me, he's like, just if you don't like it, do something else. Like he's he's a big proponent of do what you love. And my mom's more a proponent of do what puts money on the table. Um, and I'm kind of trying to find that medium between both because I am very much like my mother where I've got to have the cash. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just worried about where the money's going to come from in order to keep living. And I get that, but at the same time, my dad's just kind of living in this fantasy world a lot of the time where he's like, man, if I could just go off and just repair cars for a living, because he loves cars, um, he would do it. But he's an aircraft mechanic, which is kind of the next step. I don't know. It's kind of like a step up, but really, he. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just one of those people that, that wants me to be happy, and my mom wants me to be fruitful so i i'm i'm working on it we'll see i'm i'm almost 30 years old my parents are still telling me how to live (laughs) (laughs) well that that'll never stop happening i figured it wouldn't so so the twitch thing psvg everything that's going on right now what's next for you that's blowing up i don't know i don't know um, I really hope that the streaming takes off because I love, um, I love the interaction that streaming gives you. Uh, there's some people that do nothing but just interact. I think it's called IRL or whatever that's on Twitch, and I haven't understood it really, but it's where they just show their daily routines and stuff and interact with people while they're doing it. And I'm like, that's cool, but it kind of a little bit creepy. Um. I much prefer using it as a gaming outlet and connecting with other gamers. Um, so if that takes off, like I think that's that's huge. I, I, I would totally love doing that for a living if it ends up getting as big as it does. Um, but I'm I'm a far way away from that. I only started like three weeks ago, so um, I don't know. And I, I feel like the podcasting thing is something I'm going to be doing for a long time because I love. I, I wait for Thursdays now just to do Nintendo Shack with Donnie and Jason. I just like I've said that podcasting Thursday nights is the beginning of my weekend because that's when I start to have fun. And uh, I love getting asked to do guest shows like this. I, I just like anytime I'm like, oh, I get to pull out the mic. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> uh, it's so weird because I was kind of a little shrimp about it last year. This time last year, I was just like, Okay, I'll just sit in my corner and like talk when called on, I guess. But not anymore. That's weird. That's awesome, you know. Doing this enough brings you out your shell. Yeah. And yeah. Not to brag on myself, but people were like, You're always so good with interviews and stuff like that, and you bring make everybody so at ease and calm. And it's like this this didn't just happen. This just came from talking to people and being myself. And yeah. I think that's what always comes across so well with PSVG. At the end of the day, you guys are yourself and you're genuine. And yeah, I mean, it's a it's a very warm and welcoming group. We're just kind of, I don't know, we're just kind of, like I said, we're a family. It's kind of like we just 
talk to each other on the regular basis. I think talking to each other and getting to know each other in Discord has really helped out a lot. But even when we're just vocalizing to each other, it's just like we're saying, hey, what's up? Like we just seen each other two seconds ago in another room or whatever. Definitely. That's definitely cool. So let me ask you this question. I'm going to try to drop this bug in Donnie's ear. Uh-oh. When are you guys going to have your big PSVG thing where everybody gets together? Oh my gosh. You know what? We did this Mario Kart drunk stream this past Saturday and we tried getting like a lot of people on. And I think we had at most 10 people on the discord and it just like crashed. So I don't know how we're even going to be able to get everybody together for that kind of thing without it crashing. It's just, you guys need to get on a plane and, <laughs> and just all come together. All come to one event, just like um, married to the game, dude, mm-hmm. and just have one big event. That would be pretty cool. That would be really cool. I vote we go to Disney World because oh. Mo's already down there. Johnny and I are pretty close. Um, I will come to Disney World. Yeah. I know I'm not part of PSPG. Yeah, I'm you. the best stepchild. <laughs> Honorary member. Um, ah, then we've got our folks that are, you know, up north. Kevin's in Rhode Island. Jason's in um, Michigan, I think. And Dev's all the way out in California. So, I mean, we've got people scattered all the way around. We'd have to come up with a pretty good place to meet up. I don't know. Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I just took a plane ride earlier this year to the Rose Bowl. And if I can avoid doing plane trips that long again, I would be very happy. <laughs> Is it one of those things where they have to do like the A-team and drug you to get on the plane? I just don't do heights and I don't do like heights and flying freak me out. So, yeah. and it was in the middle of like snowstorms and weird places. Like we, we stopped in Texas and there was snow and sleet that kept us on the plane for another hour before we took off. And I'm just sitting there crunched in this plane like i want to get out of here this is like a metal cabin of death type thing <laughs> so, i don't do flights okay, nothing wrong with that yeah so any final thoughts anything we have to say before you go no um watch me watch me maybe um and i'm on um i mean i guess we can plug everything plug else. everything because you plug should. everything All right, so I am on the Nintendo Shack. We record Thursday nights, and then we go live on Friday with our cast. If you missed a Thursday live, it comes up on Friday. I do Arcadia Academia with Kevin, PSVG Kevin with uh, PSVG, where we talk every month about a retro game or something. Uh, Just like the history of it, the making of it, some cool knickknack things that you didn't know about the game. Um, just just fun stuff about one title every month. And then I guessed on a lot of the other PSVG shows. I've been on OT recently. I've been on the regular PSVG show. And then there are, there's my stream, which I'm recording or live streaming every Monday through Friday, pretty much from 3.30 to 5.30 or 6, depending on when I get done with work and when my husband gets home from work. So there's like a good two hour chunk of my day in the afternoon that is devoted to that. If you miss my streams live, you can find them on YouTube because I'm uploading all of them on YouTube. You can find them on my, the Nintendo channel or PSVG's channel. I'm putting them on both. And, uh, 
holler at me in the Make Us Better Discord because that's where the PSVG people hang out all the time. And uh, let me ask you this: I just mm-hmm. thought about this. What? Can people subscribe to your Twitch? Yes. Can they give you money? Yes, they can. So I'm gonna do the thing that they say were kind of funny. I'm gonna use it for you. Oh, you don't have to do that, dude. No, no, no. If everybody, if anybody has an Amazon account, oh yeah, this is true. Twitch Prime, and you love Carol, and you should <laughs> use your Twitch Prime at least for one month on her. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I, I have gotten quite like maybe about three or four Twitch Prime subs, and I really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, since I made affiliate, I'm allowed to get subs now. Get her to ten. At least 10. Thanks, guys. I always say it all the time. It's very important that you support your creators because if you if you don't support them, who will? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, my husband supports me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I make I make pennies compared to what he does, but um, he supports me. I, he's like my sugar daddy or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, sugar daddies. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. He should be, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, that, if if you guys do that, that's awesome, and I really appreciate it. And uh, I I'm just happy to be streaming. I, I love doing it, and I I would love to meet new people and interact with new people. So uh, come by and don't be shy and talk to me in chat because uh, I like hearing about your day and I like hearing about what you're up to, what you've been playing, stuff like that. So I'm going to do it right now. No, you're not. You're so sweet. Yes, I am going to do it right now. Twitch Prime. Everybody should do this. <laughs> Help out Carol. Oh my goodness. Log in. Lord knows I never use my Twitch Prime. <laughs> I I've been using it. I used it originally for cheese, um, for his speedruns and stuff. And um then I found N64 Josh and I've been subbing for him for a few months now. And uh I, I I do like to bump it around, but every month or so, I just, it, for somebody new that I like, I give them the sub. I usually do it for like kind of funny or I do it for Jace once in a while when I remember. Yeah. But now I'm going to do it for you. Oh, you're so sweet. You don't have to do that. No, 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 no. We <laughs> have to support each other. I don't yeah, want to hear I you. know, I know. Do you have a Twitch? You don't have a Twitch? No, I'm I'm a terrible Twitcher. Okay, I'm not see, the person you want to sit there and watch play a video game. Oh please! I see. I I I didn't have a Twitch. Well, I had a Twitch to interact with people, but I didn't have any content on it until just a few days ago, or a few weeks ago. Excuse me. And you're knocking it out to say the least. Aha! Twitch Prime found it. Dude, you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's i guess let's close this out then yeah let's close it out it's been fun i can't believe it's already over yeah you're definitely gonna have to come back on yeah I know. now that i so i officially fun. have two women i can count on for a podcast Woo-hoo. who's the other well, one i'm not even gonna talk about her right now because she's been avoiding me for <gasps> the longest time and i'm angry at her because we we were supposed to do a luke cage review for season two, and I and she went to Orlando and everywhere else. Erica, I'm talking about you. I <laughs> miss her so out. much. And she just left me in the cold. Oh, dang. She'd definitely be back on, though. Yeah. 
She's yeah, awesome. when I, whenever you need me, the queen of PSGG can come back. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. You are, you are the queen of PSVG. And as always, oh, I got to change it because somebody told me I need to use this as my sign-off from now on. Oh, because okay. they use this for their sign-off, and they thought it'd be funny if I used this for my sign-off. <laughs> but Miami's favorite podcaster, and I'm out. Peace.